The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Welcome back. 1 o'clock Eastern, 12 Central here on Fantasy Sports Today. Craig Mish, Davis Maddock. As Chris mentioned, the big story of the day is Max Scherzer signing with the New York Mets. Three years, $130 million. He and Jacob deGrom make up the Mets' one-two pitching punch at the start of the 2022 season. Baseball free agency expected to come to a halt potentially on Wednesday with the lockout. Therefore, seeing a lot of signings get done uh, right before that, 48 hours to go. All right, here are our headlines here on this Monday, November 29th, 2021. Seattle, Washington tonight on Monday Night Football. Sort of a dare-me-to-watch type game. Davis will watch it for us and tell us what happened. Nuggets and Heat tonight, nine-game NBA slate. Heat without Hero in the last game. We'll see if he plays tonight. Hey, Miami Marlins, I had this one yesterday. They sign outfielder Avisel Garcia to a four-year, $53 million contract as Miami tries to get back on the winning side of things in 2022. Uh, and uh, Byron Buxton signs a seven-year deal with the Minnesota Twins to stay there. A $100 million contract, Davis. Buxton was the subject of some possible trade talks as well. But, uh, you know, and I selfishly wanted to see him play for the Marlins. I thought that that would be a great acquisition. Uh, Davis, fantasy-wise, I know that when we talk fantasy back in January and February, the one thing I can count on with you is being right back in on Byron Buxton again next year. He had the highest war for any player in baseball history with the amount of games that he played last year, which was under 100, but just for factual point of view. Yeah, I mean, look, I, I can fast forward everyone now. We're in February. We're doing our, uh, you know, we're doing our outfield previews. And, and I'm saying, Craig, look, all he's got to do, get to uh, get to 100 games, get to 500 plate appearances. Byron Buxton, he's going to hit 30 home runs. He's going to steal 20 bases. He's going to hit 300. You are going to win your league if you take Byron Buxton. And you're going to say, Davis, this guy has never stayed healthy uh, a day in his life. He hasn't had 500 plate appearances since 2017. He uh, spent time on the IL last year for biting too hard into a stake. He lost a tooth. He hurt his hand. This guy can't stay in the lineup. And I'm going to say, Craig, I don't care. I want Byron Buxton. Get him on my fantasy baseball teams. And that's uh, that's how that's going to go. Yeah, no, I, I pro- probably so. But I really like the player and um, trying to get him to come on this show here on Sports Grid. We'll see if I can make that happen. Uh, the injuries in the NFL yesterday, heard miss, uh, you heard uh, Chris, excuse me, mention those before we get to our late games because they are involved. Uh, Dalvin Cook, Davis, this, you know, like I, partially I don't think it's Dalvin Cook's fault, but the results are what they are. And now another season where not, not Dalvin Cook missing one game, but clearly going to miss three or four games. And then, uh, you know, Debo Samuel is a big one for my teams, obviously. That's that's a crusher. And I'm hoping it's only one week, but I guess we'll see. But those are your two significant player injuries going into next week's fantasy. Yeah, and they, you know, the the Twitter doctors, we we love these guys. They all said that this Dalvin Cook shoulder injury was eventually going to become a problem, that it was going to affect him structurally, that it was going to affect how he got tackled, that it was going to affect, you know, how he held the ball and everything. And, it, you know, it would be impossible to say, okay, well, this prior shoulder injury is the reason why he tore his labrum here, but it is curious that those two things could possibly be connected. Alexander Madison gets the Detroit Lions in week 13. I don't think he could be priced high enough on these daily fantasy sites for me to, to think, uh, you know, that I don't want to go all in on him. And, and uh, you know, look, a, a bad beat for the Dalvin Cook drafters. You know, we never love to see a guy get injured, but Madison does look like he probably is going to be a league winner. According to NFL Network's Ian Rappaport, this Debo Samuel injury was to his groin. 
he is expected to miss a little bit of time. I would uh, not anticipate having Debo Samuel next week against the Seattle Seahawks. So a uh, big, big game. I, I think Brandon Ayuk is going to go nuts in that game. And, uh, you know, if you're if you're really in a deep league, Juwan Jennings almost had two touchdowns yesterday for the 49ers. He had one and then had another one called back because, like, he was, you know, just stepped out by a, by a blade of grass. Otherwise, he he would have been in for a second touchdown. Uh, but but really, the the 49ers are just going to run the air out of the ball against the Seahawks. I mean, they could run 40 times as a team in that game, I think. Real, real quick, one thing from the NBA. I think I, I saw Michael Porter Jr. Uh, being out for the season with a back injury. Is, was that accurate? I think I saw that earlier today, too. Yeah, I'm not sure if he's out for the season, they said, for an indefinite period of time. But if, if people remember, that he had this back injury when the Nuggets drafted him. Uh, I think he only played like three games for the University of Missouri before he suffered this back injury and it kept him from you know really playing in college. And so it's a flare-up of that same injury. I would think he probably will not play for the, the entire season. And they gave him that huge contract extension, right? So giving a, giving a gigantic contract extension to a guy with a wonky back in the NBA. Uh, and, and I've heard this injury described in like the most painful possible way. But if, I, if I'm correct about this, I believe it's that his spine gets misaligned and his discs in his back like, like slip out of place. I mean, just I like... Even just like saying those words makes my back like really does not sound like a like a fun time. So uh, I hope for a good recovery for Michael Porter Jr. And uh, and speaking of painful, would, would you like to say anything about Lincoln Riley leaving Oklahoma, going to USC? I figured no, I'd save thirty no, seconds. For that. <laughs> no, I mean, look, uh, look, you want to live in LA, you want to make a bunch of money, good for you. But I am, I mean, this is just so obnoxious. Like it's so annoying. USC? USC? Why don't you go somewhere where they know how to win football games, Lincoln? USC. And he's trolling everybody saying he's not going to LSU. Oh, who does that? Who does that in a press conference? Unbelievable. All right, Broncos Chargers. This is a game I had completely wrong. I want to hit on the next. Great, great. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh. <laughs> That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome back to Fantasy Sports today here on Sports Break. Craig Mish, David Maddock, as we continue taking a look at week 12 of the fantasy football season, we move on to some of the later games in the NFL on Sunday. And wouldn't you know, the Denver Broncos is a uh, home underdog, uh, took care of business against the Los Angeles Chargers. Surprising result to me, that's for sure. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater was in and out of this game with an injury and also uh, criticized a little bit for not being closer to the field. We'll hear about that in a second. 11 for uh, 18, 129, and two touchdowns. One rushing, Drew Locke came in and did not look good. 
story of the day was Denver deciding if the Chargers are going to be last in the NFL in defending the run, we're going to run a lot. And so Javante Williams had 54 rushing yards, also a long reception and a touchdown, three for 57. Melvin Gordon still very much entrenched in this Denver offense. He had 83 rushing yards, one reception and five yards. Bridgewater after the game was asked several questions including uh, some criticism of him, why he wasn't closer to his offense at the end of the game while Drew Locke was in the game. Maybe he wanted to be back in the game. He answers that question. Also discussed uh, how it felt to be able to enter and come back into the game to help the Broncos win. When you win, you know, it doesn't really matter what you're going through. You, you feel good. And, um, you know, I feel good right now. So um, we'll see how I feel when I wake up in the morning. Did it mean more to finish with that touchdown drive? The 21-7 pretty much put the game away, given the roller coaster even you personally have been on with that Eagles game. What, did that, what is this kind of emotion like? Now you're going to be playing for first place next week in yeah, Kansas I mean, City. You know, it was great to just finish with a touchdown. Um, guys were fighting, you know, straining that entire drive. So um, to come away with points, you know, it was great, you know, uh, mentally as an offense, and then, you know, it does something for the defense as well. Teddy, I have two for you. The first, when you were out in the first half, for people, because uh, they don't know what's going on, t- criticizing you for being all the way at the other side of the field, were you there listening to the play call and seeing everything from that vantage point and then communicating that to Drew? Is that why you were standing all the way over there and not with your teammates? Is, yeah, yeah, you know, that's the problem with the world, man. Everybody's trying to find a negative. You know, and they never really know what's really going on. So I'm glad you asked that question. But, um, you know, I'm just standing behind, you know, listening to the play call, seeing what the defense is doing. You know, if I see something that I can bring to Drew's attention, you know, I'll do that. And then in the process, I'm trying to work out my leg as well. So, um, yeah, it's one of those deals where, you know, if you watch, you know, Coach Shula, when we're on offense, they stand behind the defense as well. And a lot of quarterbacks around the league do that just so they can see the defense and, and pass along information to the quarterback that's playing. And then- All right, so Teddy Bridgewater, good explanation for some non-controversy yesterday in the game. Remember when Brandon Staley was coach of the uh, year in the NFL in September? That was fun. Let's take a look at the Chargers fantasy standouts from yesterday. Justin Herbert, 28 of 44, another 300-yard passing game for him, 36 rushing yards again for him, so that's 120 in two weeks. Two uh, touchdowns and two interceptions. Austin Eckler, Six receptions for 68 yards and a touchdown also chipped in 31 rushing yards. Keenan Allen got to the 15 fantasy points you would expect. And, hey, Jared Cook pops up here with a two-reception, 25-yard game for him. But, Davis, this was probably the most surprising result for me of the week, Uh, not because the Chargers simply lost the game, but, like, I am, as you know, just not a huge fan of Denver, and I take a look at their stats, and I'm like, yeah, this pretty much looks like a Denver game that they lose 28-10, to and somehow they won this game. So what happened? Well, when Denver gets up, the, and we see this with lots of teams, right? When, when there are conservative teams that are built on running the ball and playing the defense, if it works out in the first quarter that they end up getting up in a game, that just plays right into their hands because they don't like, uh, you know, Teddy Bridgewater down 10 points. You're trying to puck the ball deep and, and, you know, play action is not quite as effective. Like that is a bad spot for the Denver Broncos to be in, but up 10 points, they can basically just hand the ball off to Melvin Gordon and Javante Williams and occasionally ask Teddy Bridgewater to deliver a third down throw. It is just kind of one of those funny situations where uh, football media, they, they just, they want to crown Justin Herbert so bad, so badly do they want Justin Herbert to be the golden boy. They want him to win 12 games every single year and win the division every single year. And I don't really know, what it is about him that they love so much compared to, you know, Mahomes or Lamar or guys like that. But they just, every time he has a good game and, and the Chargers win a close one, it's, oh my gosh, Justin Herbert is going to win five Super Bowls and 10 MVPs. And then they, they have, you know, an embarrassing loss to the Ravens or an embarrassing loss to the Broncos where it, 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 just, it makes me hate them. Actually, it just really makes me hate the Chargers. Uh, just, I'm just like, I root against them so much because of how effusive, the praise gets for them. Uh, you know, another good game for Keenan Allen, Jared Cook nabs uh, a touchdown, and Javante and Melvin Gordon, both fantasy starters right now. They are, they're both getting enough work for both of them to be fantasy starters, which is nice. All right, let's move on and take a look at the San Francisco 49ers yesterday as they took on the Minnesota Vikings, and the 49ers basically uh, you know, rushed the doors off uh, Minnesota. Surprising result from that perspective. 
Jimmy Garoppolo, just 17 of 26 for 230 passing yards, one touchdown, one interception. Elijah Mitchell with his best fantasy game and his best career game in the NFL, 133 rushing yards, five receptions, 35 yards, one touchdown, squarely a locked-in running back one the rest of the season. Uh, my guy Debo Samuel was just phenomenal. Again, 66 rushing yards and two touchdowns before he got hurt, only one catch. And Brandon Ayuk has been way more involved in the receiving game. He had three receptions for 91 yards. Now, on the side of the Vikings, they had been on this hot streak, so probably not all that surprising that they ended up losing the game finally. Kirk Cousins was 20 of 32, 238 passing yards, two touchdowns, one interception. Dalvin Cook's numbers, as you see, are there, but left the game, which is now being diagnosed as a separated shoulder. So Cook probably going to go and uh, and be out for at least a week or two, I would think. Alexander Madison, 21 rushing yards and a touchdown. Justin Jefferson, 4 for 83. Adam Thielen was the red zone target for Kirk Cousins. He caught two touchdowns yesterday, five receptions, 62 yards. And Davis, uh, amidst all kinds of different issues for the San Francisco all season long, including a game where they could not beat Colt McCoy, they've kind of put themselves back in this thing yet again. It feels like every team at some point has put themselves back in this thing again. And if they're going to run the ball like this with Elijah Mitchell, my gosh, like they, they got a shot, I think, to at least stay in this for a while. But the Debo injury, I mean, he, is, he has been their offense essentially this season, and that, that's going to be tough for them going forward. It is going to be tough for them, uh, and and look, they are right now the they are the second place wild card team in the NFC because of of this winning streak they've been on. Now, I don't think they are going to catch the Rams for uh, the the first wild card. That would be that would be pretty surprising to me, um, you know. And and the the Eagles really shot themselves in the foot losing that game to the New York Giants. I I, I don't think either of us expect the Falcons or the Saints to compete for it, but. You know, from a from a fantasy perspective, I do think that George Kittle is going to have to be relied upon for the 49ers in some of their upcoming games here. They they play the Seahawks. You know, that won't be that difficult. But they have the Bengals, uh, and then in your championship week, the Houston Texans. If you if you get there in the playoffs and you have Eli Mitchell, if you have Debo, if you have Ayuk, I mean, you're going to be feeling really good about all of those matchups and. Uh, fantasy fantasy gamers who stuck with Ayuk through his fallow period at the beginning of the season, they have to be feeling really good because he has been uh, every game for the last month of the season, a 90% snap share. He's gotten uh, he's gotten a touchdown in two of the last four. They've used him as a rusher a little bit. And, and I think, by the way, they're going to use him as a rusher because in this upcoming game with Nodebo because let me tell you this. Kyle Shanahan hates Trey Sermon. I don't know what Trey. I don't know what Trey Sermon did to him, but this guy is not sniffing the field for the San Francisco 49ers. Yeah, and and they they took a pretty high draft pick on on him as well. Uh, Madison Davis, real quick, with 30 seconds. Last time we saw Madison have the role by himself, he did not lead fantasy uh, pay dirt. Do you think that changes this time around? No, he did. He did. He he absolutely crushed this year when uh, when he subbed in for. I, I think he had twenty five and twenty seven fantasy okay. points in the two games that he started. Yeah, hundred yards in both of them last year. Yes, I, I'm all in. Alexander Madison, top five running back for the rest of the season. Okay, fair enough. We continue on here on Fantasy Sports Today. Rams and Packers. A lot of points in the afternoon games. We'll get to that next on the grid. sportsgrid.com betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24 7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering real-time odds predictive betting models expert picks and more want the edge then get on the grid sportsgrid.com The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. 
Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. From an offensive perspective and fantasy perspective, the Packers and Rams definitely left up to the billing yesterday where uh, the two teams combined for more than 60 points uh, on the field yesterday. Let's take a look at the fantasy standouts from this game here. Uh, before we do, want to let you know that you can follow us on Twitter, on social media, at SportsGrid and at SportsGridTV for the latest news, notes, and information. Not only that, but all the kinds of fun clips of the things that we're talking about, whether it's the morning after or the early line. Our show here on Fantasy Sports today, Scott Farrell, Coast to Coast, in-game live, Gabe Morency, all of our fun hosts discussing things live right now on Twitter, at SportsGrid, at SportsGrid TV, so check us out there. Okay, to the Packers we go. Aaron Rodgers, 28 of 45, 307 passing yards, three touchdowns, one rushing. A.J. Dillon hit pay dirt also, 69 rushing yards, five receptions, 21 yards, and a score. Devontae Adams got your eight catches for 104 yards. And Randall Cobb, very active in the first half of this game with four receptions, 95 yards, and a touchdown. And after the game, the head coach of the Packers, Matt LaFleur, was asked about the team's mentality and how they've approached everything week to week because they are, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, uh, the only team in the NFL that has not lost in back-to-back weeks. I think it's a credit to everybody in this building for for taking that same mentality. And I can't say enough about guys just coming together, playing for one another, embracing roles. Because certainly everybody wants to get the production, the numbers, the the stats, and and you know certainly uh, it, it doesn't always go that way. But our guys are truly selfless. They play for one another. They embrace whatever role is given to them. Uh, what they're asked to do, and and we, we always talk about focusing on doing your 111th, doing the best job you can, giving it, uh, giving it each and every play, and uh, just really proud of our guys. Fantasy output from the Rams, good again. It did not lead to a win, but certainly you got what you were looking for here. Matthew Stafford amidst some talk that he had a bad back again, 21 of 38, 302 passing yards, three touchdowns, one interception. Daryl Henderson Jr., 55 rushing yards, also four receptions, 18 yards, and a touchdown. So your 20 fantasy points from Henderson worked out well. Cooper Cup, a quiet day for Cup, actually. Seven for 96, normally a good day for most. Van Jefferson scored a touchdown, three receptions, 93 yards. And I predicted Odell Beckham would not score one single touchdown all season long for the Rams. Well, that proved to be untrue because yesterday he had five catches for 81 yards and a score. But Davis, Rams coming off the bye... Uh, You know, certainly, look, Packers are at home. You could very much have the expectation that the Packers would win. But all of a sudden, like, I'm an owner of the Rams defense special teams in fantasy. I'm not feeling really good about what I saw yesterday. Well, I mean, look, you you come up against uh, Aaron Rodgers playing well, and and sometimes you're you're just going to get what you're going to get. A couple of the the important fantasy notes here: AJ Dillon still had a huge role with Aaron Jones coming back from injury. Now Jones was reportedly on a snap count, but uh, AJ Dillon way more touches than Aaron Jones scores the uh, the rushing touchdown as well, and. Uh, you know, the running back position, it, it evolves pretty, pretty quick. I mean, 40 snaps for Aaron Jones, 42 snaps for A.J. Dillon. A.J. Dillon looked better. A.J. Dillon has been working in the passing game, which was something we didn't know if he was going to be able to do because he didn't do it at all in Boston College. But uh, scores the rushing touchdown here, looks really, you know, looks really good doing it. I think A.J. Dillon uh, probably actually kind of similar to the Packers situation. I think both of these guys are, are fantasy starters. But A.J. Dillon probably has the ceiling because he is going to be getting those goal line rushing touchdowns and uh, some hilarious distributions of snap counts for the Los Angeles Rams. Tyler Higby, 100% of offensive snaps. Cooper Cup, 100% of offensive snaps. Van Jefferson and Odell Beckham, 98% 
of the offensive snaps. Ben Skronik, a game day inactive, a, a fellow by the name of Landon Akers, played one offensive snap for the Los Angeles Rams, but they're all in on that 11 personnel. You know, Henderson, the three wide receivers, and Higby pretty much going to be out there every single snap in competitive games for the Rams. And I think the Odell owners, I think they win. I think the people who who held firm on Odell when he got cut by the Browns, I, I think they're going to win because, to me, he looks like he can still play, and the Rams definitely are going to need him. They are in an absolute dogfight. Uh, I think they could still win this division. Uh, you know, they still have a game coming up against the Arizona Cardinals. They're, they're two games back, but they get the Jaguars, the Cardinals. That'll be a huge, huge game for them. The Seahawks, they stink. Uh, and then closing out the season with the Vikings, the Ravens, and the 49ers, they, if, if they can play well, I think they can still win this division, but they, they're going to absolutely have to win uh, that game at Arizona two weeks from now. Yeah, should be the game of the week in the NFL when that happens. All right, Sunday night football, uh, not the most exciting first half. I got a little bit better in the second half, but the Baltimore Ravens just basically do what they do, play good defense, make their field goals. That's pretty much the story of the game. Uh, was this Lamar Jackson's worst game as a pro? Maybe, I don't know, 165 passing yards, 68 rushing yards. He threw four interceptions, and somehow this team won. Marquise Brown, 8 for 51, Rashad Bateman, 4 for 31, and Mark Andrews got you five, uh, four receptions, 65 yards, and a touchdown in the Ravens' six-point win. On the side of Cleveland, still a lot of concern, and their season is sort of slipping away. More talk that Baker Mayfield is more seriously hurt than is leading on. I don't know, Davis, eventually, I, I don't know, maybe a change is coming here, but under 50% passing, that is just a horrible look for Mayfield, 18 of 37. 247 passing yards and one touchdown. Jarvis Landry, six catches, 111 yards. Harrison Bryant, three receptions for 50 yards. And then David Njoku, the tight end, got a touchdown, three for 35 yards. So, uh, you know, not the, not the greatest game, Davis, here from Lamar Jackson, but I always say the same thing. Tight games, give me the Ravens almost every time. Their kicker just doesn't miss. It's just, like, easy as, as can be. And on the Cleveland point of view, I, I mean, I, I guess I'm just overall concerned for them the rest of the season because if, if this is indeed it for them, and it does appear, I think last night kind of is, you know, sort of puts them out. They've sort of in it, but now. But then, you know, would any injured players start to sit for them down the stretch would be a concern for me. So because the AFC is kind of wide open, I, I don't know if guys would start sitting. You know, I don't know if Chubb and, and uh, it, it did appear, by the way, that Hunt maybe re-injured himself in the fourth quarter last night because Dearness Johnson hadn't played a snap and then ended up playing six snaps in the fourth quarter. But the, the Browns are just a mess. I mean, replacing Odell Beckham with like, because uh, Rashard Higgins and Anthony Schwartz were missing. So they were replacing Odell Beckham with Jamarcus Bradley and Lawrence Cager. Uh, <laughs> that's, not, that's not a very ideal situation for your NFL team. And they just seem like a mess. I mean, Baker's bank, Baker shouldn't be playing. Baker should be, you know, Case Keenum should be starting these games. And for a lot of complex reasons, Baker is playing through injury. And uh, don't think he's doing himself, you know, very, very many favors in, in these games. He's looked terrible. And, and Lamar looked absolutely awful last night as well. The, the fantasy storyline for me out of uh, the Baltimore Ravens, so it's got to be that Devonta Freeman uh, ha has – no one was talking about him when he got signed by the Ravens, but he is looking like one of those potential guys who is absolutely saving teams that have, you know, oh, I had I had Derrick Henry get injured. I had uh, all these guys, you know, I had, you know, four, uh, Chris Carson get injured. I, I drafted Trey Sermon, and he's useless. Devonta Freeman uh, is basically getting 20 touches a week for, for the Baltimore Ravens. He didn't score a touchdown last night, but, uh, you know, I mean, he still gr he grinded out, like, I don't know, eight, eight PPR points or whatever. But that had been his worst game in some time. He's getting all of the goal line work, not that there's that much available for the Ravens running backs, but you, you have to feel very good if you lucked out and picked up Devonta Freeman. For sure. All right. So uh, before we wrap up and get to fantasy or reality, the three things, Davis, that we haven't talked about, and I suppose we could spend a minute here before we go, if you have any fantasy takeaways on it, uh, Thanksgiving Day games. We had the Bears and the Lions. I, I didn't see a single fantasy takeaway, honestly, from that. We had the game of the week, maybe in the NFL, where uh, Dallas played, uh, you know, the, the Raiders, a very exciting game right down to the wire. And the, the night game was, was unspeakable. Buffalo just 
pummeled the Saints into submission. So was 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 there any specific takeaway from any of those three games for you? I, I thought that they were. I thought the second game was great. I know it was the highest-rated game in the NFL in 20 years, so that was cool to see. But beyond that, Dallas not having uh, Cooper and Lamb seemed like they it seemed like they were very fortunate even to get to the point where they were back in that game in overtime. Yeah, I mean, Dak was lights out in that game, 375 yards, two touchdowns, no interceptions, only took one sack. Um, you know, I guess Elliott looking terrible is is a pretty notable thing for fantasy because now even the coaching staff in Dallas is starting to be like, you know, I don't, I don't freaking know how much more we can give this guy the ball because you know he just he limps off the field like every other play. Uh, Mike McCarthy, I guess before Mike McCarthy tested positive for COVID, said they were going to start to alter his usage a little bit. And, and you know what? Probably uh, pretty decent usage here for Cedric Wilson because remember, Michael Gallup's contract is up at the end of this year. They had the opportunity to um, you know, it, it do the option with him and they chose not mm-hmm. to do that. So Michael Gallup is probably not going to be on this team after this year. And Dallas is one of those teams that kind of has a lot of their cap tied up and guys like Ezekiel Elliott, you just, you just hate to see it, but Cedric Wilson is probably going to be the third wide receiver for the Dallas Cowboys next year. And that's a really valuable role because they throw the ball and they throw the ball really well. So that uh, that's nice. And then a, a big game for Dalton Schultz as well. Scores a touchdown, mm-hmm. seven targets. Uh, Dalton Schultz going to be like the tight end four in fantasy. No, no one had wow. that on their board, Craig. No one had that on their board. It, would, would you say, I mean, for me, they are, but would you say Davis, the Raiders are the most unpredictable team in the NFL? I, I, Broncos. I have no clue. Broncos. Oh, Broncos. You yeah, you no, never you never know what team that you never know what Broncos team you're getting. Sure. I mean, they they lost to the Browns with like no active players, and then they they beat the Chargers. Like, what is the deal? <laughs> Another tough team for sure. All right, fantasy or reality is coming up next, so make sure you stay with us on the grid. We'll be right back here on tomorrow's show as well. So stay with us as we continue on here on this Monday afternoon. Look. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome back to Fantasy Sports Today. In case you missed it from earlier, the head coach of the Dallas Cowboys, Mike McCarthy, uh, testing positive for COVID. Davis, uh, there are some reports that that say that there are several Cowboys. It doesn't really get into the specifics that have tested positive. Um, I guess that's a really interesting development. It's one of the top fantasy teams, of course, in the NFL this season. And certainly we're going to be hopeful that their wide receiving core is not part of that. Their running running back core is not part of that. And the quarterback, obviously, not part of that, too. So as we get closer to Thursday, that seems to be at least a fantasy story that we'll have to keep the closest eye on. 
does seem like a pretty big fantasy story. Uh, I, I did see a, a preliminary list of the guys who tested positive, and uh, none of them are... Look, I mean, all, all due respect to depth offensive line, it's it's not guys we care about for fantasy. So it's five mm-hmm. members of the coaching staff tested positive. Uh, Blake Jarwin tested positive, uh, one of their reserve uh, practice squad wide receivers, and then a couple of the backup offensive linemen tested positive. So as of right now, uh, I think we're going to get CD back. Uh, Amari, I think, is trending towards being able to play. I guess I have not, or I, I've not heard if he. So Amari is not vaccinated, so he needs to get like a bunch of of negative tests in order to come back and be able to play. And I've not seen an update on that, but hopefully we have the full complement of Cowboys wide receivers back and healthy for this game on Thursday against um, the New Orleans Saints. All right. And one other quick note, Cliff Kingsbury, head coach of the Arizona Cardinals, says he is hopeful that Kyler Murray, their quarterback, can play. My gosh, this would be a stunner after missing so much Come time. Come on, get back. Yeah, Ugh, <laughs> this is terrible. Another week, another week of this. But uh, interestingly enough, Cliff Kingsbury is the subject of our first question as we begin, fantasy or reality? All right, Davis. Well, this one is perfect for our show because it revolves two of your favorite things, uh, NFL football and the Oklahoma Sooners. So last night, uh, Adam Schefter, sorry, excuse me, uh, reported that Cliff Kingsbury is going to be one of Oklahoma's top targets uh, in their coaching search coming up. They just lost Lincoln Riley to USC. So, Davis, we have to ask, and we'll start with you, Cliff Kingsbury will leave the Cardinals for Oklahoma. Is this a fantasy or reality? Yeah, look, I mean, I think the Oklahoma job is a pretty good job, but uh, it's not as good as an NFL head coaching job. And it it would be different, uh, you know, like Urban Meyer is the coach of this awful Jaguars team. They're not anywhere close to making the playoffs, but the, the Cardinals are the, a first place team in their division. They 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 certainly in, inside of their locker room would have no reason to believe they can't win the Super Bowl. I mean, they've gone two and one with Colt McCoy as their quarterback. And one thing that has happened every year of Kyler's career is he's gotten banged up in November and then played through being banged up and played awful. Right? He, Kyler's really bad playing hurt because of how he plays. He needs his mobility. He needs to be able to. He needs to be able to take some hits. He needs to be able to be. T- tackled and he plays far worse when he can't do that and I think if you were being optimistic you would be thinking all right well Kyler's got five weeks off you know he should be good to go he should be healthy he should be ready uh to lead us down the stretch and and win um a playoff game and if that's true like what would they have to pay him to get him to leave a first place NFL team and and if you are thinking okay well Cliff is going to come in uh, they they lose in the first round of the playoffs. Cliff is going to come in. He would have missed the recruiting window. The recruiting window is open right now. Coaches need to be uh, hitting the old dusty trail and, and kissing babies and shaking, shaking hands and meeting players' moms. They need to be doing that right now. That's why Lincoln Riley did this before the bowl game because he knows he needs to go and get kids coming to uh, to USC, so this is a fantasy. Um, he will he will not leave the Cardinals for Oklahoma, and I don't even think it would be that good of a hire because Cliff was not a good recruiter at at Texas Tech. Right? He never he never got guys left Texas Tech. Baker Mayfield <laughs> left Texas Tech when when Cliff was the coach. Yeah, I'm gonna agree with Davis. It's a fantasy, but but the other the other thing that I would say is sports are kind of like the stock market, and you mentioned Kyler Murray, which is interesting because the Cardinals last year sort of fell on their face when Kyler Murray got hurt. So I guess you, if you asked the question in a different way and said, if the Cardinals Davis lost every game the rest of the season, what would happen? And if they did, Cliff Kingsbury would be fired. And if that happened, would Cliff go to Oklahoma? And, and the answer is probably yes. But again, that's a crazy scenario with Arizona losing every game the rest of the season or losing, let's say, almost all their games the rest of the season. We've seen it before in the NFL. Raiders were in their spot basically last year and lost every game. Uh, but I'm going to agree with you. I'm just playing the other side for the sake of it. It is it is a fantasy, but it but sports are the stock stock market, basically. And if Arizona somehow 
was to have this epic losing streak, Cliff would not make it back to 2022. I would say that because he was one of those guys that was on the hot seat probably going into the year. Now it's not, and he's a coach of the year candidate, but things can change very quickly. But Brett, the answer also is fantasy for me. I expect him to be back with the Cardinals next year. Yeah, I think uh, a lot of people do, and a lot of people think this may just be a ploy to get some more money. But uh, some guys who are getting paid right now, Craig, play Major League Baseball, and one of the guys who signed yesterday was Corey Kluber signing with the Tampa Bay Rays. Tampa Bay Rays are known for getting guys right, Craig. So we have to ask, and we'll start with you because Tampa's like right down the street from you. Uh, The Rays will get Corey Kluber back to being a top-tier starter. Is this a fantasy or reality? Well, I've learned to not second-guess the Rays on pretty much anything, but there is some track record for Tampa Bay that not everything works out, a small percentage of things don't, and then they cut bait on them pretty quickly. Now, you sh- we just showed a graphic of Corey Kluber in a New York Yankees uniform, and he couldn't get it right completely. I think he threw a no-hitter with them, but you know he-, he couldn't get it completely right with New York. Corey Kluber was on Cleveland three years ago. He was on Texas two years ago. He was on New York last year, and now he's on Tampa Bay. So are we simply just supposed to throw caution to the wind here and just make the assumption Tampa will get him right and he'll be great. I don't know. It it feels like a little bit of a leap for me based on the season that he had last year. But then again, who's to say Davis, the closer of the Rays next year, maybe it's Corey Kluber, the middle guy of the Rays. Maybe it's Corey Kluber. So I'll say reality that they get him right, but it may not be in the way that everybody thinks. And I'll also give you another scenario. Rich Hill, they had him, right? What did they do in July? They traded him to another team. So I can't ever discount the Rays, but I don't think Kluber's ever going to be what we saw when he was in Cleveland. I just haven't seen that. You know what? I, I'm actually going to go against you here. Um, I, I Well, so I think it's a fantasy that they will return him to being a top-tier starter. Like, I don't think that Corey Kluber will ever again be the guy that we talk about, oh, you know, he could win uh, he, he could win the AL Cy Young or, or anything like that. And, and look, last year, was he, was he awful? Was he abominable? I mean, he had a 3.8 ERA. He started 16 games. He he walked a ton of guys. I think the Rays. I think the Rays could. I think the Rays could figure him out. Like they could get a uh, hundred innings of of 3.8 ERA ball out of him, and that would. Be, I think that would represent uh, a success. So I, I I will say fantasy, but I'm more optimistic than Craig. All right, All right. Uh, real quick, real quick, Brett. Let's let's do the breaking news real quick, and then we'll get back to. Um... We'll get back to fantasy reality. So NFL Network reports, Davis, that uh, Christian McCaffrey is out for the season, that he's been placed on uh, injured reserve. Obviously, this is the biggest story of the day for us, so we'll, we'll get back to fantasy reality in a minute. But Derrick Henry, Christian McCaffrey, uh, I have one in one league and I have one in another. Talk me talk me off here. I'm about to cry. I can't. I can't. Uh, there's not. There's. There's nothing I can do for you, bud. He, it's. Uh, it's. Uh, the. The toughest of scenes. Um, you know. He. He's out for the year. Uh, it, it's. It. What. What is bumming me out? I mean, obviously, it's. It's brutal for this season. But Craig, it, this has got to be brutal for like McCaffrey's career. Uh, he. He has not finished. I think he's finished two NFL seasons uh, of his available seasons. Um, you know, he. He got injured. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's been injured each of the last two years. And, and, and injured in ways that you feel like are repeatable, like, you know, like he's just going to keep getting these ankle injuries, kind of like we, ju- we just talked about Dalvin Cook with these shoulder injuries. We feel like he's going to keep getting these shoulder injuries. So it's just a bummer. I mean, McCaffrey is mm. such an exciting, fun player to watch, and it just, it's, really, it's just really a bummer. Uh, what before we get back to the last question, and we'll we'll hit on this in the Sports Grid sixty. I I know we're gonna overreact naturally to this because it's it's breaking news with with him being out for the season. You know, close your eyes and dream of the twenty twenty two fantasy football drafts. Is McCaffrey a first round pick next year? No, 
No, I don't. I don't think. I don't think he will be. Um, and may and maybe maybe the the landscape will be such that there are just no clear guys. So I'm thinking, you know, Henry definitely will be. I think Dalvin Cook will be again. You know, Jonathan Taylor will be. I think Najee Harris will be, particularly if the Steelers figure out something different at quarterback. Uh, Tyreek Hill will be. Uh, Cooper Cup will be, assuming that, I mean, he's on this absurd pace, so I think he will be. Uh, but I, I mentioned this to you on the show last week. I don't think any tight ends are going to go in the first round next year, so maybe he sneaks in at the back half, kind of how Saquon Barkley did this year. Remember, no one was really that excited about Barkley, but you kind of had to take a chance on the upside. So maybe he settles in as like the 10th, 11th, 12th pick, but certainly he will be nowhere near the top five. Yeah, so to recap, uh, NFL Network reporting, Christian McCaffrey, of the Carolina Panthers out for the season. Glad the show is coming to an end. Uh, Brett, do you want to knock out the last one here real quick? Sorry, Greg. Yep. Nope. No problem. Uh, all right. So our last question, and Davis, we'll start with you. We're on a time crunch here. So really simply, Britney Spears uh, said she's not planning on doing an interview with Oprah Winfrey anytime soon. And this started the whole, well, if they did an interview, it would be the biggest thing ever. So, Davis, we'll start with you. A Britney Spears, Oprah Winfrey interview would be must-see TV. Is this fantasy or reality? Yeah, maybe must-see TV for other people, but if I didn't watch the sit-down with uh, the prince who married the gal from from Los Angeles, I, I'm probably not going to watch the Britney Spears one. So maybe a reality for lots of people, but fantasy for me. Davis, I know that I'm not on Instagram, but but have you seen these Instagram videos that Britney Spears posts of like this weird angle where like someone's upstairs and she's downstairs looking up? These are like very creepy, weird like like strange videos i i don't i don't know what is going on there with that uh i got no interest in this whatsoever and 20 years ago would have been a different story i do feel bad for her and it seems like she's sort of had a troubled life to a degree with everything that's happened but uh, i'm in agreement with you uh fantasy I, I i listen i totally respect oprah for the way that she does interviews i've, I've always really respected the best interviewers in the country because i've always aspired to do good interviews but no, I will not be uh, on this one there. So fantasy there. All right, Sports Grid 60 coming up next. I promise either Davis or I will uh, talk about Christian McCaffrey's uh, injury being out for the season as we wrap up the show next. So stay on the grid. Don't go away. Great, great. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.
Welcome back to Fantasy Sports Today. Of course, we got some breaking news for you here. As NFL Network reported that uh, Christian McCaffrey, running back of the Carolina Panthers, is going to be out for the season. Huge fantasy story today. Let's go to Davis. He's got the latest in the Sports Grid 60. So Christian McCaffrey is done for the year for the Carolina Panthers. Uh, interesting question on where do you take him? He leaves a backfield now with Amir Abdullah likely playing the passing downs as he has done, um, even with uh, Christian McCaffrey active. The last couple of weeks, Abdullah has, has actually gotten more touches than Chuba Hubbard, uh, which which is interesting. Both Amir Abdullah and Chuba Hubbard are going to be top waiver wire picks this week. Um, however, worth noting, Carolina is on by this week. Then they get to play Atlanta in week 14, but they close the fantasy football playoffs at Buffalo, home to Tampa Bay, at New Orleans, at Tampa Bay. Those are all really strong run defenses. I'm not going to – I mean, Carolina will be a three-point dog or worse in all of those games, probably a, a full touchdown dog against Buffalo and at Tampa Bay. So not particularly great spots for uh, for those guys, but both of them do need to be picked up this week. I'll be uh, on the waiver wire, no question about it. All right, my final week at trying this to make it happen. All the fun that's being made of fantasy baseball, and it's antiquated, and it's old, and all, you know, all the you know dudes who you know can't see straight playing anymore. It, it should be just so simple to make Debo Samuel a running back in fantasy football. I mean, how many weeks do I have to do this? I mean, I was probably the only one mentioning this three, four weeks ago. Now, all of a sudden, everyone's, oh, it's a thing. It's a thing. It was a thing three or four weeks ago. If the guy is running the ball, he should qualify as a running back in fantasy sports. In baseball, if an outfielder plays first base, he gets first base qualification. What am I missing here? It's an easy fix. When Debo comes back from injury, he's a wide receiver slash running back. Thanks for watching our show today. Hope everybody has a great day. Brett Davis, I'm Craig, and LPN. There are a lot of sports talk networks out there, but we're the one that gives you actionable insights on gaming odds. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.